0: Well, hello there. Thank you so much for tuning in today to this episode of The Chalene Show, where we will be talking about food intolerances, how to figure out what you have issues with, and the reliability of commonly known food sensitivity testing. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times best-selling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. So the other day, I wake up, and I just feel like, what day is this? Am I, like, about to get my period or something? Like, my stomach was so distended. It was like, sorry to be graphic, but, like, I felt like I was five months pregnant. Like, my stomach was sticking out so far, and it was, like, hard. No matter how hard, I was, like, sucking in my stomach wouldn't go in. And then I looked in the mirror and I'm like, oh my gosh, my face is really kind of bloated too. Like, what is going on? And you've probably had that happen too. And you've got to wonder like, okay, why is it I look pregnant? What is going on? I've been eating healthy food. I mean, sometimes you know what it is, right? Like you ate something you know you shouldn't have. You had a few too many cocktails. You didn't drink enough water. Like, Sometimes you just know what it is. But sometimes it's unexplained. Or you have this like weird, scary rash. Or for whatever reason, you just cannot keep yourself awake. You're just so tired. Or maybe suddenly you notice like all of your joints are like achy and sore. And the next day, it's like gone. These things happen with our body sometimes. And we wonder like, okay, was that a medical mystery? What was happening here? Why did this happen? And why did this go away? Well, oftentimes what you've experienced, there's a very good chance what it was is your body trying to tell you it didn't exactly agree with whatever it was you consumed. But how do you know what foods you have sensitivities to? And I'm not talking about allergies. I'm talking about a food sensitivity. A food sensitivity often involves the immune system. Mechanisms like IgG, IgM, IgA. And guess what? We have more than 100 immune mediators. These are things that tell our body, okay, we're sensitive to this and everybody is different. Maybe you've heard about a suddenly very popular documentary called Root Cause. If you have a root canal, you need to see this movie. Your jaw's going to be on the floor, no pun intended. But one of the things they do such a great job of in this documentary is explaining why not everyone with a root canal is going to experience these side effects, but why so many people will. Here's an interesting statistic from the movie. And I have to be fully transparent and tell you, I haven't been able to verify this statistic, but I'm going to share it with you and tell you that the source is the documentary. They claim that 98% of women with breast cancer have had a root canal on the same side as their cancer. Shocking. So does that mean anyone who has a root canal is going to have breast cancer? No. Some people have a more sensitive autoimmune system and certain things you're going to be more sensitive to. Sensitivities can be difficult to pinpoint because they're often a delayed response. Like, After you eat something, the system or the symptom or the trigger or the response that you're seeing might not show up for 24, 36, even up to 72 hours. And symptoms can range from everything from like weight loss to just having a runny nose, like almost like you've got a cold suddenly, or your eyes are really watery, maybe super low energy, you're very tired, hives, rashes, joint pain, like we talked about, swelling in the face bloating, digestive discomfort, digestive issues, constipation, diarrhea, etc., etc., and in general, inflammation. Food intolerances involve the digestive system, and they're likely due to an enzyme deficiency. Now, we all have enzymes in our body that help us to break down certain foods. If the body is lacking a certain type of enzyme that it normally needs to break down a particular type of food, then as you can imagine, it leads to major digestive symptoms. And this can happen even when you're consuming, quote unquote, healthy foods. Symptoms of food intolerances are often things like, again, bloating, gas, diarrhea, all the digestive things, like anything digestive is probably a food intolerance. And by the way, food intolerances typically show up a lot faster. And if I can cut to the chase and save you some money, Most of the time, you don't need any special testing to know if you have a food intolerance. You do need to do some testing. In fact, that's what we teach you how to do in the 131 Method. If you're interested in learning more, go to 131method.com. But we literally teach you the process of eliminating other foods so that you can pinpoint the food that you believe you have the food intolerance to to identify it so that you don't have to spend a lot of money on testing, which frankly is often inconclusive. I mean, a lot of times we have a good idea what it is. I'll bet you just know what types of food or a particular food that when you eat it, yeah, it's not good. You've got a food intolerance, like dairy, kale, things that are high in fiber, maybe, fried foods, red meat, or maybe foods that are just high in fat. If you're not positive which food it is that's causing you the discomfort, because not many of us are eating like just one food at a time, like, oh, I'm just going to have eggs. And then like an hour from now, I'm just going to have some toast. Like we don't do that. We eat a bunch of things all at once. But once you've identified like, okay, I'm taking some notes here. Oh, by the way, we've got a great workbook that will help you figure this out too. It's the one through one method workbook which I'm not sure if it'll be available at the time that you are listening to this, but it will soon be available on Amazon. So it's worth going to check it out and see if it's there. And that's a one through one method on Amazon. While you're there, you could also pick up a copy of the book. Anyways, we teach you how you record your symptoms because they can be sneaky. Like I said, runny eyes, a headache, lethargy. And then when that symptom shows up and you're tracking your food, you're like, oh, look at this. Look at this. I felt. A runny nose and congested on Monday, the same day that I had cheese on my omelet. And then I had those symptoms again when I had cheese in my salad on Thursday. And you start to go, hmm, I wonder if it's these two things. Well, then you realize, oh, the other thing that I had on both those days was spinach. I had spinach in my salad and I had spinach in my omelet. So now I need to figure out which of these two is it? And we teach you how to like really narrow it down, eliminate all the other things it could be. And just stick with the dairy for a couple of days to figure out, not just dairy, but like only have dairy and see, okay, do I experience those symptoms? Nope, it's not that. All right, now I'm just going to have a spinach and not have dairy with it and see, okay, do I have those same symptoms? And that's one really simple, pretty effective way to figure out if your food intolerance is coming from a particular food. Now there's other ways to do this too. I'm sure you're familiar with the whole 30 diet, which is an elimination diet. Some of the pros and cons of an elimination diet, which by the way, I have to tell you, I think elimination diets, the idea of them are fantastic, like such a great idea. However, very, very difficult for most people to do. And I'm not a fan of any quote diet where if you do it wrong, hashtag you failed and you start over. Not a fan of that. Let's be a human here, right? Like let's do our best, but let's not say we fell off the wagon or we did it wrong and we have to start over. So some of the negative side effects I think of elimination diet is it's really, really, really hard to do and nobody wants to be around you for 30 days. And I know very few people who actually do the whole thing for 30 days. And on top of that, you have to eliminate everything, even things that might not be problematic to you. I'm much more a fan of a program like what we apply in the one through one method, which is you take a look at a list of foods we know are inflammatory and you decide for yourself if you're going to eliminate them, cut back, or maybe decide later. That seems like a more human approach to me. And then as you continue to get more healthy and you stay on this journey to be a healthier, more happy, fuller life person who's focused on longevity versus you know what you look like on Instagram, you'll realize you can just do this in layers. It's not an all or nothing kind of thing. That's not what health is. Health isn't like, okay, for 30 days, I'm going to be really good. And I'm just, you know, I'm holding on with white knuckles trying to make it to 30 days and then I can go back to all my foods. I just don't even see the point of that. I would rather you just keep getting a little bit better and a little bit better. You don't have to eliminate everything. How about you just eliminate the things you're like, yeah, that'd be easy to eliminate. I don't need those and I don't need this. But I do still like a little bit of that. And then later, as you get more healthy, you're like, you know what? And now I can do without that. That to me seems much more grace giving. The pros of doing an elimination type diet is it's the most economical way for you to figure out if you're experiencing food sensitivities or food intolerances. In addition to that, there are tests that you can do. And I'm going to share with you in our show notes. The most common ones I will link actually, to our blog on the one-through-one method, so you can learn more about the pricing of each of these, But I will tell you, in general, they range anywhere from 300 to 1,000 dollars. And some of them you can order yourself. Some of them have a reputation for having false negatives. And in fact, I was reading a blog of a registered dietitian that we work with who she explained that she ordered all the food sensitivity tests. On the same day, took them all on the same day and got a different response back from three of them. And then one of them, she took the test again and sent it back in and got yet another response. So in our blog post, which again I will link to, we will tell you which ones have the absolute best reliability, the ones you can order yourself, and the ones that offer the greatest number of foods that they look at, foods and also chemicals. And that's really important. So again, you can find that in our show notes because there are quite a few food tests. Here's the deal though, when it comes to testing, is it worth it? Truly, it depends on you, right? The elimination diet is considered to be a really great way to know about food sensitivities, but again, it's difficult to get all the way through it. And then once you have eliminated everything, now what, right? Some people do truly enjoy doing that cold turkey kind of approach, if that's you, more power to you. But it also comes with a plus side. And I think anytime we eliminate any food from our diet that we think is probably inflammatory, what you'll find is you gain self-awareness. And if you do this the right way, you don't have to rely on a list that says, okay, this is a good food and this is a bad food. Instead, because you'll still crave it, right? Like, So if you just look at a list and it says, you may not have potato chips because they're bad for you. It's just on the bad list, and you have to restrict yourself from eating those. And there's something about our mentality that kicks into that feast or famine mode where we're like, okay, I can't have it for 30 days, but I really want it. I really want it. I really want it. And that's all you can think about having because you've been told you can't have it. I prefer the approach of having you try it and then paying special attention to how your body feels and making note of that. Because if something doesn't make you feel good, you don't want it or crave it. When Sierra was little, one of her girlfriends, Kylie, shout out to Kylie Crane, she had a peanut allergy, a really severe peanut allergy. And I remember she was like probably 10 years old. And, you know, we're a family that eats a ton of nuts. So we had to be like really careful around her. And I said to her, Kylie, do you wish you could eat peanuts or peanut butter? And she's like, no, no, because I know how sick I feel. So if you've ever gotten the flu or food poisoning, think about how you felt the next time you saw that particular food. Funny story, Brock, and I won't go into details, but he cannot even stomach the sight of red velvet cupcakes. There are foods that if you tap into how they make you feel, you don't want them anymore. And that's a really powerful place to be because now you're not relying on a list of foods that are good and foods that are bad. You're actually paying attention to foods that make you feel good. And that is when you know you're making that shift, that transition. When we start eating foods that make us feel alive and have more energy, when we start eating foods and we look in the mirror and we like the way our skin looks and our eyes look and our hair begins to grow, when we're eating foods that allow us to wake up in the morning and our joints feel good and our body feels younger, that self-awareness turns you into a healthier person. You start making decisions, not because it's on someone's list or you're following quote unquote a diet. You're living that lifestyle. And I am so passionate about you having that. You deserve that. So does your family. You can do this. So thank you so much for listening to this edition of The Shaleen Show. And for those of you who are interested, please be sure to check out the link below in my show notes that will take you directly to the Blog post where we break down the pros, the cons of pricing and everything else you would need to know, and including a comparison of the most popular food intolerance testing. This edition of the Shaleen Show was brought to you by 131 Movement. Stop dieting. Save your brain. Save your gut. Live longer. Feel better. Stop going on a diet or following somebody else's rules and figure out what it means to have your own diet. Figure out a method that actually serves you, that helps you to be a better version of yourself. Let go of all of this craziness and confusion that surrounds diet and understand the science, the science of one, the study of one. Join the 131 movement today. We're taking back the word diet and getting what we are rightfully entitled to, which is our health. You deserve not just to look amazing, but to feel amazing. I'd love for you to learn more about my personal journey and why this is a true passion for me. I invite you to learn more by going to 131movement.com.